With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Available. In the Zone is back from commercial break, and it's time to be enlightened. Let's head to the hotline where TV superstar from West 2 News, Darren Stoltzfus, is standing by. We'll do it live! Back to you, Brandon. Yeah, I couldn't wait till Tuesday to chat with this guy because there's just so much going on in the world of college football. Darren Stoltzfus, West 2 News Sports Director. You can find him on Twitter at Darren Stoltzfus. Darren, welcome to the show. I don't know if you were chomping at the bit the way that I was, but I just uh, I couldn't wait the 24 hours to have this conversation with you. Oh, I'm pumped, Brandon. What a, what a weekend for college football. We'll start with that. What a weekend. Yeah, agreed. Uh, how is Charlotte, by the way? Uh, we can get into that. No, it was, it was fine. It was a little chilly, a little rainy. Can we go with disappointing? We'll go with disappointing. What was disappointing about it? can't imagine what you're talking uh, The football game, Brandon. Oh, uh, the horrible. quarterback play of Florida State? That was the 55 yards is what let you down? It wasn't just the quarterback play from Florida State. It was the fact that both teams punted, I believe, at least eight times. Uh, that was, uh, I mean, listen, I covered the Citadel for several years. That is a triple option FCS football team that runs a very deliberate style of offense. Uh, this was the most excruciating football game I think I've seen in person. Uh, and I, I do not say that lightly. I do not say that to enrage Florida State fans. I mean, I knew they were going to win the game. I was just sitting in the press box like, this is awful. This is awful. And, and I think that was why after the game, I, I, just, I knew this was coming from the committee. Yeah. Um, let's start from that point. Was Was there a way that FSU had to win this game in order to get into the playoff? And do you feel like that was definitely not accomplished? I think when Alabama pulled off the upset, it became showtime for FSU, and it had to go. You're following up the SEC championship, so if you're watching, if you're if you're the committee watching that four o'clock slate, you go from what was an incredible football game to what was a rock fight, and I, I think you can win in a rock fight. Michigan certainly won in a rock fight against Iowa, um, but you had to show some sort of offensive competency. And it's not even on, you know, it's not even on the quarterback. It's just the whole the whole first half was horrendous. Three to nothing was the lowest scoring ACC championship game first half in history. So it, I think the defense played tremendously. It wasn't that special teams was fine. Uh, you didn't have a missed field goal, but that's not a big deal. I think you just had to show, like Ohio State went out and won fifty nine to nothing to get into the playoff that year with the third string quarterback. Um, you know, ten years ago, but. Florida State, if they were on any sort of fissure, like if there was any chance that they weren't getting in, going into the game, that was not the performance that was going to get them in. Right. I think that's a good way to put it. What was the reaction from Mike Norvell after the game when you had a chance to uh, be there for his post-game media availability? Did you get the sense that he knew this was a likely outcome? No, uh, hmm. the absolute opposite, I would argue. Um, I, I heard an ESPN report 
Sunday morning from the actual watch party, and they said confidence was higher than concern. And I think that really sums up how FSU felt after that game. They thought, hey, we beat the you know a top 15 team in the country in an ugly game, but we won. We found a way to win in a bad situation, and this guy won't necessarily have to be our quarterback in four weeks. Um, but after the game, I, you know, I felt like the only question that 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 Mike Nordell needed to answer, and no one was asking, so I asked it was, well, what do you say? You know, your resume is perfect. It's it's it is without blemish. But what do you say if the committee comes back and looks at it and says the team that you fielded tonight is not the team that won all of those games? And he very vociferously uh, responded with, "I trust my team. I love my team." Um, banging on the table. I saw that. Uh, that was a great video, by the way. And um, I, I think he's right. I think he is right. But college football at the highest level has never been a guarantee when you're in type of sport. And for whatever reason, college football has a committee to do what they were supposed to do, uh, to sit there and sort through all of these rosters and all of these games and whatever happened and where they were on Sunday is they decided that Florida State was not one of the four best teams in the country. We're talking to Darren Stoltzfus, West 2 News Sports Director. Uh, we've got major fallout from FSU winning the ACC championship, finishing the season unbeaten, and not getting into the college football playoff. All of this drama and controversy, has this been a case for or against expansion? You know, I know that we're inevitably getting it anyway, but the last 72 hours, and maybe I'm a psycho, I don't know. I've really enjoyed it. I think this is fun. <laughs> But uh, I understand. I think it's it's fun as long as you are not a Florida State fan. I'll tell you that 100%. And I, I honestly, what hurts me, you know, as a huge college football fan is, like, Mike Norvell was was emotionally injured by this. His football team was. There was nothing they could do. Like, it's not their fault that Jordan Travis, you know, broke his ankle against North Alabama and wasn't going to be able to, to play. It's not their fault that, you know, they followed concussion protocol and they, they couldn't play their backup quarterback. Um, I think that's what stinks about the situation. So it, from an entertainment standpoint, hey, this this weekend has been awesome. Uh, but from an actual, like, games on the field matter, that's where I appreciate the, the expanded playoff. Because next year, if you go undefeated, you win your power conference, you're guaranteed a spot because conference champions have an automatic berth into the new playoff. And I, But th- this was always going to happen. Like, the fact that we haven't had anything like this, I guess TCU Baylor a little bit uh, a few years ago, but you have five power conferences and four spots in this playoff. And you're now talking about bringing in teams occasionally from Group of Five because Cincinnati got in when they were part of the American. So there was always an opportunity for this to happen. Notre Dame was lurking. Like, someone was going to get the short end of the stick, and Florida State certainly got the short end of the stick here. But, again, like college football, you're not guaranteed an opportunity to play for a national championship just because you win all your games. If you look at FBS – it's not the same thing by any stretch of the imagination, but Liberty plays FBS football. They're one of 133 teams in the top division of college football. Nobody's wringing their hands over them not being in the playoffs. If anything, they're upset because they are in the Fiesta Bowl. Like, this is not how it works in college football. And if you say that's messed up, it shouldn't be the way it is, totally understand that. But this is the way it is. The committee was in a tough spot, but by and large, do you think the committee did the best job given the facts and the task that was in front of them with the four teams they did choose. Uh, this is probably going to earn me some, you know, fans in Florida. I, I do think they did the right thing. Um, you can't look back at what the SEC has done historically and just say, "Hey, 
you know, tough guys, you know, you're, you're five and six. It, it, past years don't count. I get that injuries do count, all this stuff. I, I just, in the context of the setting, I think they were going to make a, a choice that really hurt one team. And they chose the team that was undefeated, and that stinks for Florida State, and that's the, the light way of putting it. Um, but I think if you're looking at the reaction from Michigan when they saw that Alabama was the four seed instead of Florida State, like I think that kind of tells the story. And it is unfortunate, and it, you know, it stinks again. But I, I think they did the right thing. Yeah, that video. Uh, I mean, usually you say a picture tells a thousand, uh, says a thousand yeah. words. That said about five thousand uh, with the way that Michigan reacted there. All right, before we wrap up, non-college football playoff related, UCF is headed back to the Gasparilla Bowl. They'll take on Georgia Tech. I find myself not enthused. I love when UCF gets to take on competition that um, the kind of team that we never get to see them play against. We've seen them play against Georgia Tech, and Georgia Tech, I just don't find that entertaining. So um, you want to pump me up on this, or or do you agree? (laughs) What I will say is I think you have a sliding scale now because UCF is a Power 5 football team. So seeing Georgia Tech pop up on the schedule, oh, okay, we beat an ACC team that's middling. What? Who cares? If UCF's still in the American and you get a shot at Georgia Tech, hey, that's awesome. We're not playing BYU in the Boca Raton Bowl. We're not playing another group of five schools. So I, I think there is some of that along with this. The takeaway that I would try to, to pump you up with is there is an opportunity for UCF to win a bowl game in Florida against another Power 5 team and to carry that into the offseason, to have a winning season, and to get that kind of fire under them before they head back to the Big 12 next year. Um, and it's not Duke, so at least they got that right. All right, Darren, I appreciate you hopping on a day early and uh, and maneuvering things for us. Uh, we definitely wanted to get this conversation out there uh, before we get any deeper into the week. Darren Stoltzfus, West 2 News Sports Director. You can find him on Twitter, at Darren Stoltzfus. Thanks so much, and welcome back to Orlando, my friend. Awesome. Thank you, Brandon. We've got our first four things coming up right around the bend. We are going to take a very short break from college football chatter. The Magic, their nine-game winning streak came to an end. And we still have a lot of NFL to get to. All of that coming up after this. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.